Frustrated with toxic people, they can't see how much they hurt me. I just want this chaos to cease. Here's your host, Dr. Shayla, my source for how to live a life of peace. Find peace in the midst of toxic negativity. Welcome to the Toxic People Detox, a practical guide for finding peace in the midst of toxic people. It's not about changing them. It's about changing how you respond to them and doing so in a productive, healthy way. This is episode 26, how to deal with people who impose. I'm doing this episode in response to a listener question. And that is, how do you deal with people who impose? And what I mean by that is these are the people who just have something to say about practically every single thing you do. No matter what your choice is, no matter what you do, they have to commentate or they have to give you their unsolicited advice. <laughs> we know who these people are. Now, people who impose don't necessarily have bad intentions or there's nothing malicious about it. In some cases, these people genuinely just want to feel important. They want to feel needed. So don't think that this is necessarily toxic behavior. It could be. There's no doubt about it. There are those micromanagers. There are those people who want to control, but then there are those people who generally want to be helpful or they're just giving you a compliment. I'll give you an example. I used to wear dreadlocks back in the day. And then I decided at some point, you know, I'm sick of these things. I'm going to cut my hair. And this person says, no, don't cut your hair. I really like it the way it is right now. Just keep it that way. The person who did my locks lived about two hours away from me. So basically two hours going to that person, two hours coming back, four hours sitting in the car just to get my locks done. And, and this person just wouldn't stop and said, look, look, why don't you just keep it? Just give it another month. So I finally said, look, if you would pay for the gas, I would gladly not only keep the locks, I'll get whatever style you want me to get. Now we both laughed, but I got my point across. Now, I don't think this person had malicious intent. It was a compliment, but at the same time, she was kind of overstepping her boundaries. Like, no, don't do this. Don't do this. And, and that's what I mean by imposing. You know, sometimes people don't mean to do it. Sometimes that's just not their intention, regardless of whether they mean to do it or not. The end results, the same. When we rearrange our lives to appease and or accommodate people, especially toxic people. And when we face the consequences of those actions, don't be surprised if those same people we try to accommodate won't be there for you. Let me give you an example. I've talked about filing bankruptcy before. I had to file what's called a chapter 13. And that means I have to make payments on a monthly basis for about five years of my life. You have this person called a trustee who will oversee your case. And this person is watching your finances like a hawk for about three to five years of your life. If you file a 13, if you file a seven, that means that's a liquidation of assets and you're pretty much done right out of the gate. So during the process, whether you file a chapter 13 or you file a chapter seven, which means all your debts eliminated, except for alimony payments, IRS back taxes past a certain number of years and, um, federal debt, you have to go to this thing called the three, four, one meeting of the creditors. And that's, as the name says, you have to meet with your creditors. Now there's a strong possibility. Your creditors won't show up. Mine didn't. And I was sharing the room with like 15 other people who were filing bankruptcy, either a 13 or a seven, and none of their creditors showed up, but I'm sitting in this room. Just, I'm, I'm just having my arm crossed because I think they were going alphabetically because I was one of the last people to go. I mean, I, I was there for about almost two hours and I'm thinking, the reason why I'm even in this mess in the first place, because I was spending money 
trying to impress people, you know, spending money you don't have to impress a bunch of people you don't even like. <laughs> you probably heard that. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I end up spinning myself into a hole. And so I'm sitting here and I'm thinking all those people I was worried about, people telling me what I should or shouldn't do, people telling me what I should or shouldn't buy. Where are those people right now? Where are they? They're not sitting in here. They're not sitting in this room with me at this 341 meeting with the creditors having to go before all these strangers. You're sitting in the room with all these strangers and you have to go before the trustee in front of everybody now. Not just those other people, but their attorneys as well and give an account for my financial situation. Now, was I embarrassed? Not particularly because I didn't know any of those folks besides my attorney. It was more of an inconvenience. I was like, man, I could be doing something else with my life right now than sit up here and give an account in front of all these strangers. But that's my point. I tried to accommodate all those people, but at the critical moment, not a single one of them was to be found. So when you're dealing with someone who wants to impose, this isn't the only way to deal with them, but what I find is it's actually effective. And that is to invite that person to the process. When that person said, I don't want you to cut your hair, keep your locks. All I had to say was, okay, well then if you chip in some gas money, I'll be happy to keep it. And that was the end of that conversation. You know, after my mother passed away and people are telling me what to do with the house, you should keep your mother's house. You should do this. You should do that. And I'm thinking, thank you for your advice. Person I hadn't seen since the last time we've had a death in the family. Because let's be honest, that's what happens. But I said, look, help me with the property taxes. Help me with the monthly maintenance because this house needs a roof. Help me with the homeowner's insurance. Help me with the mortgage. And when you do that, especially if there's money involved, it's amazing how quickly people back down. Now, again, that's, this isn't a foolproof method, but I find it to be quite effective. Turn it back on them. If people are imposing, then just say, okay, how about you help me? Blah, blah, blah. And that tends to shut that down. It's very effective because this weeds out the people who are there to just give you advice for no reason. You know, their unsolicited advice versus people who are actually willing to do the dirty work. You'll find people are very quick to tell you what to do and what not to do, but they don't want to do the dirty work. And I was discussing the possibility of this episode with someone and that individual said, well, isn't that what you're doing? Aren't you imposing? I said, no, because I'm not forcing anyone to listen to this show. It's a choice. I'm not downloading this episode to your hard drive or to your phone or to your tablet and forcing you to listen to this podcast. It's a choice. So just because someone gives advice doesn't necessarily mean that's imposing. It's the circumstances. Unsolicited advice. They want to offer their two cents. They want you to do what they want you to do, but they don't want any part in it. They just want to talk but there's no actions what I'm saying here. And just like I said, people telling me how to spend my money, which at the time I did, I ended up bankrupt. And where were those people at the end of the day? <laughs> Nowhere to be found. So that's my spiel for today's episode, how to deal with people who impose. It's very simple. Invite them into the process. Tell them, sure, if there's money involved, it doesn't even have to involve money. I had a relative tell me, well, I want you to sue. You should sue, 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 sue. And I said, okay, I'll do it under one condition, you find me the attorney, you find me the lawyer. And then she said, well, no, I, I don't want to do that. Again, the conversation ended right then and there. So it doesn't have to be about money. It's just inviting that person into the process, make them an active participant. If they back down, then there you go. That's how you deal with it. All right. So until next time, I wish you peace in the midst of toxic people. Take care. Go to the toxic people detox. 
www.thepeacefulpeace.com Find peace in the midst of toxic negativity.